finally, finally, and with all sorrows to the rock, I must say, finally, a wrestling show has come back to CineSportsTalk.com. This is the Just Too Sweet Show, brought to you by CineSportsTalk.com. I am Tim Big Daddy Cool Tabala. With me is my co-host, Eric, the bad guy, Zan. Talk to him, AZ. Hey, y'all. We're here, we're live, and we're in your home. Dig it. How you doing today, brother? What's going on? Oh, man. I'm doing great. I'm happy we're finally here and uh, doing the show, man. Happy to be on CineSports.com. To the people, this is a new show. To us, we've been trying to get this underway for months and months. This has been a process, bro. But we we finally, I think we finally, you know, fine-tuned everything. You know, we got it. We we definitely got it going now. We're 99%. Yeah, let's hope so. Because, you know, life happens, technical difficulties happen, but I think we finally got it. Yeah, dude, we're 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 sailing the seas here now. Nice, can't wait. This is awesome. All right, brother. Uh, first, before we even get started with this party, I want to send a shout out to everybody at CineSportsTalk.com, especially my boys over at the Put Them in the Book Show, the show about the New York Mets, which I'm a Yankee fan, but they put on a good show. I want to we talk about with Keith, Steve, and the other Steve. Thank you, boys, for this opportunity. I appreciate it very much. They have that show. We also, they allow me to be their cleanup hitter on another show called We Stomped You Out about the New York Giants, which will be starting again real soon, thanks to football season. So I want to give those fellows a thank you. AZ, what do you got to say? Hey, man, I just want to say thank you to Steve. Thank you to everybody at CineSportsTalk.com. Um, we had a really, we had a really fun time a few weeks ago. Uh, we, we did a, a CST versus the world. Uh, Steve's given us a really good opportunity here and I'm really glad that you and I, you know, because of our fellowship and friendships been so long and just our camaraderie and the way we, the way we get on, it's, it's time, man. It's time for you and I to, to show the world what we, you know, what we can do, what we talk about. I think people are really going to love this, man. I hope so. Really I hope so. Yeah, like you said, on uh, CST versus the versus Army versus the World, we did a top ten wrestlers of all time. We we uh, we uh, kind of did our a census of all our ten wrestlers. It's a pretty cool show. I look it up. It's on Spreaker. It's on uh, it's on iTunes. It's on all so many stations. We'll get more info about that. But yes, it is awesome. We are here. We are live. We are so happy. Hopefully, in the next few weeks too, with the uh, evolution of the show. We will be able to have people call in. That's the next step. But you'd have no idea what it took us just to get this far. So as soon as we get this under roll, yeah, we'll have people call in, and that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Oh, man, we're just going to have too much fun with this. This is going to be great. It's going to be fun for everybody. It's going to be so much fun for everybody. So let's real quick, let's let's just run down what this show is going to be about. Um we're we're kind of old school guys, so we kind of going to well, – this show is going to be more about the old school. We're going to have a lot of fun talking about – 70s 80s 90s wrestling that that's what we love that's what we we our passion is of course we are talking about the new stuff how can you not talk about the new stuff because uh it's a very very exciting time for wrestling fans right now you got smackdown moving to fox you got um a brand new company which hasn't happened in how long since the monday night wars aew getting ready to launch a brand new company uh, New Japan Wrestling's coming to the garden. Ring of Honor's everywhere. I mean, it's a very exciting time to be a fan 
of wrestling right now, Major especially league, on NXT. Major NXT is moving to USA. It's NXT, a good time to be a fan yeah. right now. AZ, what do you think about uh, a new company, AEW? I, I I think it's healthy, man. I like you said before. Uh, you know the the one thing that really really made the '90s uh, pop was the advent and the and the uprising of WCW. You know, whatever your opinion of Bischoff, and you know we're we're probably going to get way into that sometime too. But the bottom line is is when the when WCW was rising, you know, the WWE was in some turmoil. And it's almost like a perfect storm happened. It's like one was kind of just laying 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 flat and the other one was rising up, so it forced the other company, WWE, WWF at the time, you know, to up their game. So they upped their game, WCW ups their game, and it was just to me that that was just one of the most exciting times in wrestling. And now you have we have another opportunity with AEW to to fuel that again. And and you know, it doesn't even have to be like that big rivalry. It doesn't even have to be um something like a Monday Night War, but a healthy competition is good for for both companies. It it's very good for both companies. You you know, you need like you know, sometimes I don't want to have a Pepsi, man. Sometimes I want to have a I want to have a uh, an RC cola. You know what I mean? Whoa, so, RC RC's my favorite cola, man. That's that's you know. They still make RC right cola. They still have. They it? still make it. I can still get it up here. Can you believe it? Up in the hills, but I can get it. I had no idea. That used to be, listen. Uh, to, uh, a quick little uh, quip here. This Steve and all them will like this. When I used to go to Mets games back in the day, back in the late eighties, early nineties, they served exclusively RC cola. That was the cola they served. It was RC cola. Nice. I haven't, I haven't even I, seen that in a long time. I can still remember that, but uh, but yeah, no, AEW is great. Um, it's going to be a big company. It's going to give healthy competition. It's also going to be nice just to just to see a different wrestling organization um, come to fruition. With you know, you got some wrestlers you're familiar with. You got some wrestlers who you're going to become familiar with, who are going to become stars. You also have all the other indies. You have the the major league wrestling, AEW or uh, Ring of Honor. Um, you know, Impact is still there. Impact still has some um, some halfway decent people. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't watched it in a while, but yeah, it, this is this is a fantastic time to to be a wrestling fan to get into wrestling. Um, Ring of Honor sold out the Garden. I mean, that's, that's how that's, crazy things have been. And yeah, like you said people thirsting for something other than the WWE right now. And I get it, I understand yeah. it, it gets a little stale, it gets a little thing. But like you said, with with New Japan is now booking a ton of shows in the United States. If Ring of Honor is selling out the Garden. AEW sold out every show they've had so far, so I'm Everyone. really looking forward to this. Me too. Me too. And it'd be fun down the road. You know, I'm hoping down the road that you and I are going to be able to get to some of these shows and give a live critique, like at, you know, we can do an after show, uh, and and really like give our feel because you and I have been to so many wrestling matches in the last 35 years. You know what I mean? Countless. And. For for us now to give our view of it, man, it would be really really cool too. You know our experience. Yeah, man. You know as as much as I love the WWE, they're always going to be number one, and I love the showmanship and I love the you know how they put on a show. I really like going to these little indie shows. They are so much fun because they're they're about the wrestling. Uh, you know these guys are really desperate trying to get over, and they they really want to show you what they got, and I really appreciate that. I've had so much fun in taking my son to these little indie shows that they are fantastic. Oh, indie shows are great. 
indie shows are great. Um, you know, I, I, I'm very fond of them myself because, you know, I, you, you, obviously you know why. We could, we could touch on that quick if you wanted to. Um, I'd rather do it. Why, why they're near tomorrow. I was actually, I was actually uh, a wrestler for a long time. Not a long time. Probably six, seven years. Maybe eight years. Uh, I, I was a pro wrestler. I trained under off of the Wild Samoan down in, um, when he was in Allentown, Pennsylvania at the time. And I wrestled for him for probably uh, three, four years, and maybe five. And then I I wrestled for other indies for for at the same time and after. And yeah, I had a great time. Uh, met a lot of cool people. Made a lot of uh, lifelong friends. I still have a few. Uh, shout out to Joel, my brother Joel, uh, friend of the end, uh, one of the greatest men I ever knew, one of the greatest wrestlers I ever knew. Uh, Shane down in uh, Wilkesbury, another great friend, Steve. Out in Wisconsin, he was another great friend I made. Uh, and Vince, of course, I can't, I cannot even, I can't even mention me being a wrestler without my tag team partner, Vince Goodnight. Uh, su- uh, super wrestler, super the nicest guy you're ever going to meet in the world. Um, unbelievable charisma, great in ring presence, and he he was he was just a great. I think he still wrestles. All of them, I think, still do, but me, I'm the only one that doesn't. <laughs> well, you but see, yeah, that was my experience. But this is what separates our show from every other show, is we have a wrestler on this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, I, you know, I can break it down for you, you know. Which you will, but not today. Let's not, let's not, not give it all away on the first shot. No, we'll, we'll dangle that carrot a little more. Awesome, brother. I can't, actually, I can't wait to hear these stories. Even though I've known you as long as I have, we've never actually sat down and you've given me any stories, which is really strange. It is too. We haven't really, we've never really gotten into that. But no, you know, I've, I've got you know some what? Cool Maybe stories. it was destiny for this show because now I get to hear these stories, I get to enjoy the stories, and I get to be a part of it. So I'm very excited. Yeah, and, and your reaction will be a first time, which will be genuine. You know, so I know, I know a couple. Don't name them yet. Don't name them yet. I know a couple of the guys that you've wrestled and that you've met through the, or you know, which is going to be great for the audience. But yeah, I mean, I'm actually excited to hear the details on all, some of the guys that you've wrestled. Cool. Awesome. I can't wait to do it. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll break that down piece by piece. We're not going to give it all away today. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Now I want to get to the part of the show, which hopefully will become a uh, weekly thing, especially when we get people to call in. I'm going to call this Rushmore, but not just Rushmore. I want to call it the Rushmore tattoo segment, meaning your ta- if you're on your way to a tattoo place right now, right now, right now. on your way there, what I'm five wrestlers now. would you get tattooed on your body for the rest of your life? Five single Ooh. wrestlers, one tag team. Eric, give me your first wrestler that you would not mind getting tattooed. And it doesn't have to be the same as your top five all-time list. Maybe you like, um, maybe someone will come off on a tattoo better than, say, Kerry Von Eric because he's just a regular dude. Maybe you want someone else. Just give me hmm. the five guys that you would get tattooed on your body. Stop. Give me number one first. Number one, I'm t- there's no, there's not even a question in my mind. There's not even a question in my mind. It didn't even take a nanosecond to think I got to have P- Roddy Piper somewhere. I would have Roddy Piper somewhere tattooed on me. That'd be my first tattoo, Rowdy Roddy Piper. No I'm doubt in my mind. i you don't have a Piper tattoo right now. I am too. <laughs> I really am too. <laughs> We're going to have to fix that. We are going to have to fix that because I, I need to get to a... 
I mean, there's good tattoo guys around here, but definitely down where you are, the better ones. So no, I'll bring you to my guy. My God, will do you justice. I'm in. Awesome. Uh, I'll, we'll go back and forth on this. Uh, obviously, anyone yeah. who knows me knows exactly who I'm going to pick, and that's because I, I already have this guy tattooed on me. I have his cute little face tattooed on me, and that is, of course, the Macho Man Randy Savage. He would be number one on my Rushmore list, absolutely. And I already have a small tattoo of him, but I would love to get do it a little justice, get him nice and big on my back. Uh, Eric, number two, who you got? Number two, if I were to get a, the second tattoo on my Rushmore would probably have to be you know I, I you know I'm going to I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with HBK. I'm going to go with 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 H with 92 93 era HBK. Got got to. Got to. Is he, he going to have clothes on? He's going to have clothes on. He's going to like when he's like doing the wise ass smirk with like the sunglasses tipped and he's like grabbing his chin. You remember the Michaels that we used to imitate in the hallways uh, at school? Oh, don't give that away either yet. Don't give that away either. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Eric's, Eric's opening up the floodgate here. <laughs> well, we're, we're, yeah, see, me and Eric went to school together. I, 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 went to, I moved upstate, went to his school for the last two years, and uh, the reason we became such good friends was because of wrestling, and that's a fact. Yeah. And uh, Absolute fact. So we used to, you know, run through the hallways and and just scream different wrestlers and do different wrestlers and catchphrases and music and we got a little bit of trouble oh, doing that every promos. now and then, but it was all in good fun. Oh yeah, cutting promos on teachers and on people and just randomly out in the middle of no, you know, of nothing. It was great. Yeah, it was. I said, and I always regret because we graduated in '94. Yes, we're old. We graduated in '94 and we just missed Ooh. DX and the New World Order. Just I can't even it. imagine what we would have done with that information in high school, dude. Dude, I oh, I, we we would have been uh, we'd it have been over. We'd we'd have every we'd have been kicked out. I mean, are you kidding me? We would have had our own NWO. We would have had our own NWO, and we would have walked around, and we would have we just would have ruled that we're owned the school. We would have had we without a doubt we would have had whatever principal was there at the time. We would have had him wearing an NWO shirt. Or no doubt about it. Hovantic would have worn an NWO shirt. Oh, hell yeah. He definitely would have. Oh, they would have been saying suck it all the time. Oh, yeah. Either that or suck it. Yep. Avedesian would have been DX. <laughs> I guess I'm just picturing that in my head now. Him <laughs> <laughs> with a DX shirt doing the crotch chop. <laughs> well, speaking of the NWO, my number two would be Big Daddy Cool, Kevin Nash. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, one nice of my all-time favorite. Again, he's one of those dudes that's in the ring. I mean, I thought he was decent for a big man. I thought he was a good wrestler for a big man. You know, I did Maybe too. not old general, but I don't know. He's just one of those dudes that always came off as cool, always came off as funny. I even liked him as Vinny Vegas. I thought that he was hysterical in that. So, oh, yeah, awesome. he's, he's definitely my number two on my Rushmore. Who you got for number three? You know, let me let me expound on that a little bit, um, if if I may. I like that choice because I'm going to tell you something about Kevin Nash, man. I, I've been a Nash fan just as long as you have, as you know. Uh, go back to the Vinny Vegas days. I remember when he came out as Oz. But, you know, he Dude, gets... Oz was cool. Oz was... Oz, Oz, you really make fun cool. of Oz now, but I thought that was pretty cool. Dude, it had to happen. It had to happen. He had to go through those phases to find 
I mean, because basically Vinny Vegas is him just with a different name. You know what I mean? And, and a, then when he had he a came, bad accent, though, but it was still funny. It was a bad accent. I mean, he he definitely. I mean, that that's no city accent. Like he was just. He was just so he yeah it was he was trying to have a New York accent but it wasn't working. He, totally, you you couldn't tell if he was trying to be from Brooklyn to Bronx or, or Long Island. You know what I mean? But he gets such a bad rap on other shows from other wrestlers. Like on shoot interviews, I've seen guys like like say, "Oh, he's limited. He's this and that." Well, you know what? I don't think he is, man. Like he's a big man. You know, he moves around like a big man. I mean, what what do you want him to do? He's not going to be doing a small package or a sunset flip. Every other move, he's not—he's not Owen exactly. Hart. He—he's he, Kevin—he's Kevin Nash, and he's—he worked like Kevin Nash should. And I paid to see him. I've seen him before, and I would pay to see him again. I mean, he—he he put my ass in a seat. So, I, the job—not only is the job done, but like, dude, dude, he's entertaining. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I, I agree with that, hundred percent. I just—that's why I, I wanted I to say that. I need my dog after him. My husky. He was his name was Nash. That's where I got the name from. Perfect, perfect. So anyway, where were we? Me number number three. Who you got? Who do you got for you number three? Number three, number three on the Mount Rushmore of wrestlers is probably forever on your body. Remember that forever on your body. Forever on my body. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say Kerry because Kerry Von Erich uh, was one of my first. And still is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. He's probably my number two. But he was one of the first guys who I really took hold to and really, really idolized. Because, like, you know, it, this is back in the 80s when, you know, it was the good versus evil. It was the righteous versus the the horrid. And, you know, even though that, that was a time and place, it was a good time and place for us. Because we we, you know... Being wrestling fans, that that just appealed to us then. And Kerry was just the epitome of a great guy, a good guy, fighting off the bad guy. He was built. He was charismatic. He was basically like a rock star with big muscles and who could really work in a ring. And dude, the Von Erichs were the rock stars in Texas. Oh my god, they were they were bigger than anything any any sports team, any any country music star. And I, I I will defend that and and even you know I'll I'll, I'll look it up and and prove it. I mean you can you can ask anybody who was down there at the time. The Von Erichs were Texas, Texas absolutely. My God, they shut Dallas down for David's funeral, man. I mean Dallas basically shut down the city shut down when his funeral was going on when he passed away. That just shows definitely, you the definitely not they, a happy family though. No, that was a pretty tragic. Uh, whew. That was a tragic thing, but yeah, Kerry, Texas Tornado, modern day warrior. He's he's number three. He's number Dude, three. He had one leg. He wrestled with one leg. With one, yeah. That's, re- cut off know, the that's another thing. But we'll we'll get into that too on another show. Uh, another reason why it's great to be a fan right now. Now you got specials like Dark Side of the Ring on on the Vice Channel. All of those episodes were fantastic, and I had no idea this dude's wrestling in the WWF then with one leg. Then they made him Intercontinental Champ. With one leg. With one leg. I mean, he's wrestling. How did it even happen? He's wrestling a guy like Kurt Henning, who was one of the greatest workers of all time. And, you know, keeping up with him and jumping around, drop kicking. I mean, come on. This guy, how do you do that with with your leg, with your foot cut off? He's wearing a prosthetic foot. I I mean, it's ridiculous. But that's another show that I I can't wait to get into. That was... uh... 
I can't wait for season two of that show. That was a fantastic show, even though they were a little hard on my man, the Macho Man. But I get it. He was a little intense, and, and they kind of uh, threw him under the bus that way. I, but it was I still it a too, great episode. I, 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 think it, I think it was unjust, man. I like Savage. You know, Savage was an intense dude, but, man, I, I'm, I'm just a Savage fan. So I was a little bitter about it, too. I feel your pain. <laughs> uh, what, your, my, what about uh, you, number three? My number three actually is your number two, which would be HBK. Nice. Same thing. HB, I, I, my HBK, though, would be the DX HBK. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 that's my favorite era. That's my favorite hymn. Um, actually, you're going to hear nothing but click guys from me from now on, which is kind of funny. Oh. <laughs> that's I, okay. I am a huge click mark. I, I, I think, uh, you know, when people talk about what faction ruled the wrestling world, they are, they are the ones. Oh, they shaped it, man. From 93 on, 94 on. That was the click. Yeah, man. Love those guys. All right. Who's your number four? Well, let, let, why don't we just stay with the click? Because I'll tell you who's number four going on me is Scott Hall. Razor now, Ramon Would you get himself. him as Scott Hall? Would you get him as Razor? I would get him as the 93 or 94 Razor Ramon. Nice. With the with the greasy hair and, and the stubble and the the toothpick. I mean, listen to me. It's like, it's like I'm in love with the guy. Like, oh, the stubble. <laughs> what the heck? It's that's funny. No, but he was just so cool looking, man. He was just so cool looking. Like this this dude just walks out with this bad attitude and a toothpick, and he just looks around and is like he he's unimpressed with everything except himself. And then he just walks in the ring and he flicks a toothpick at the ref. That's just like. Huh. Yeah, I own you. You don't own me. Were his vignettes before he arrived? Oh, weren't they the best? They were some of the best vignettes ever. How could you not like the dude, just based on the vignettes alone? Oh, they were they were they were they were awesome. They were just completely awesome. He was perfect for that part. But Scott Hall's number Scott Hall's four for me, man. I've but always you, been a you, huge. You, Scott you wouldn't Hall think fan. a Scarface character would work, but he made it work. He made it work. Thank God they didn't go with the gimmick that Vince wanted him to. <laughs> well, who I forget who do you want to go as? He wanted because he was an army brat, so he wanted him to be like a GI Joe kind of guy. Oh God! Oh, that would have went over, huh? We had enough Said of no, the little corporal Kirshner guys. Oh man, I still remember seeing him fight Volkov over in the Broome County Arena. <laughs> All right, my okay, number four, Tim. four, four for Tim. <laughs> Is the game himself, Mr. Triple H. Ah. I love Triple H. I really do. That's, I, yeah. I think he was probably, I mean, you had The Rock, you had Austin, and you got to put Triple H up there with those three as far as the late 90s, early 2000s wrestlers, and he's still going today. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you find a better ring general in the last few years, someone who could lead, someone who could, you know, make that match work. And let's not forget the man tore his quads twice and he finished the damn match that right there is beyond tough he's beyond a badass and his promos got so good later on the first promo he gave when he turned heel about being his time being his turn and and going off and scaring the crap out of jr one of my favorite promos ever i'm going with triple h you know what i there's no way i can disagree with that because Everything you said is pretty much true. I, I'm not a huge Triple H fan, as you know. Um, that being said, I respect his work. I respect his grit. 
and I respect his love for the business. And I agree with you. He, he's, he, he's tougher than hell. And not many people could do that. You know, not many people could finish a match like that. And he just, you know what? He took what he had and he ran with it. Now, if I were in that spot and I had that opportunity, you, you bet your ass I'd run with it too. So that doesn't make him bad at all. Well, I don't like I people. I don't like people who put him down because he married the boss's daughter. That I mean, he was, he was who he was before that. He was. He did what he, he had was. to do before that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everything he has since then, but he he still works his ass off. CEO, whatever he is, COO, he's out there every day. He's on. If you oh, if you follow him on social media, I mean, the dude's up. At, he has he has midnight. Him and Stephanie do midnight workouts. Then they're up to like three o'clock working. Then they're up again at like five doing another workout. Then he's off to wherever he has to be for that. The guy's a beast. Wow. Yeah, follow him on social media. You'll 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 you'll, you'll feel bad for yourself. You'll you'll want to hate yourself as a human being because that dude just never sleeps. Well, I mean, I'm already halfway there anyway, so <laughs> uh, that'll that'll just put me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got next? Number five, right? Number five. We're at number five now, man. And I'm gonna. You, got? you know what? I'm tore up with this, but like, I'm going to have to make a decision and I'm just going to go, you know, I, I have to do this out of, out of respect for myself and respect for the man who I grew up idolizing along with Carrie Von Eric. I've got to go with the ultimate warrior. And as we both, as you said, and the both I said too, well, I'll, I'll dedicate time. And I've even told Steve this, you know, on the other show, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make a case for him and I, I know that he's disliked and I know that, you know, all these wrestlers crap on him all the time and everybody puts him down, but the ultimate warrior, man, you know, I, I was a young disillusioned kid who only had at some times pro wrestling, man. You know, I had my few friends and I had pro wrestling. I mean, you know, my home life sometimes wasn't the greatest life back then in general, wasn't the greatest and this guy was uh, just a, an explosion of energy for me to look up to. He worked out. He was big and muscular. He ran. He destroyed. And I needed that. And he, you know, he changed my life. And he wore paint. I mean, he was just awesome. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the Ultimate Warrior on, on it, number five. Nice. Yeah, um, that'll be a whole other show. Yeah. That'll be a whole other segment on a whole other show. Um, I don't hate the man. I don't hate him. Um, it's one of those things like, you know, when you get older, you're real, you, some people you, you're like, wow, this guy was actually really good. And some people you think, well, he really wasn't as good as I thought he was. But I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear your argument. I'm looking forward yeah. to your argument, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but the whole self-destruction Ultimate Warrior thing, I really, that was that was bad. That was a gang up. That was done on that purpose. Was. That they, was they buried just to purpose. humiliate the guy. And I didn't agree with that. No, not at all. That was that was just you know bitterness and you know that was that was just bitterness on Vince's part. Maybe he wasn't Vince. I don't know. It probably was, but you know it happened. But now you know all all's well and the man passed. You know, God bless him. But uh, yeah, Ultimate Warrior. We'll 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 get into that on uh, on a future. Future time, folks. So you're gonna you're gonna definitely want to hear this. You're definitely gonna want to hear that. So number nice. five, Tim. I want to hear my it la- now. Now my last guy. Would didn't make my top ten of all time, but it would be a great tattoo. And that's what I'm thinking of. And I would mm-hmm. get Hulk Hogan. 
and I, I'm torn wow. between Hollywood because I think that looks fantastic as a tattoo, or mm. or the Mega Powers where I get him and Savage together. Oh, yeah! Wow. Like he, well, he didn't make my top wrestlers of all time because you know you get tired of that Hulk Hogan crap after a couple. After you get older, but he's don't get me wrong; he's still one of the greats. I still get goosebumps Absolutely. every time he comes out. Absolutely. But tattoo wise. I think he he makes a phenomenal tattoo. I just don't know. I said Hogan. If I'm getting Hollywood, or I'm getting the Mega Powers, one or the other. Because I mean, the Mega Powers is the Mega Powers. I, I, you know what? I, I have to. If it was me, I'd have to go with the Mega Powers, man. I have to get him and Savage together as the Mega Powers, right? If you're going to get them both, get get them right together as the Mega Powers, because that was there. There's another. There's another classic defining moment for for me and for you. When, when that, I mean, because I mean, we kind of did see it, but we remember being young and you didn't see it coming. But when it did, you were like, oh, I'm so glad this happened. You know, it's like, oh my God, my two, you know, the two greatest are together finally. And you knew it was going to blow up. Oh yeah. I went went absolutely crazy. So did I, I stayed up so late that night, you know, when he, when, when he came out to save him, uh, when Honky hit him with the guitar. You know, I watched that lot. I had to. I had to stay up. I was like, I, I don't care. I'm staying up and watching this. <laughs> oh yeah, I was watching it too. I have, I had, yeah. and I have all those Saturday Night's Mid events on video cassette still slammed somewhere. But I'm thankful for the, uh, for the network and and for DVD because I got to buy them again over again. Because yeah, that was oh, one of the good. greatest moments. And of course, you know, YouTube and stuff. It's everywhere. But yeah, I have to watch that at least probably once a month. Oh yeah, I was getting together. It's so great. It's so 100%. great when you were a kid. Hundred percent. We, we, we knowing we, but not knowing. You know that, that, what a great feeling that was to know but not know. Yeah, that anticipation of like you feel it, but it's like you, you're not going to be surprised if it doesn't happen. And I mean, I mean, just in general, as far as like, you know, okay, yeah, we know it's scripted, we know what's going on. But like, when you were younger, they they, they pulled up, like when when uh, when the mega powers broke up, actually, that was real. That was real animosity between those two. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, definitely. And like when, when and Savage they, hit him with that belt, I was like, "Yo, this is real." I don't care what anybody says. Oh, he's taking he he was taking real frustrations out. I mean, like nowadays, they played out. Yeah, nowadays you just know, but back then it's like you knew, but you didn't know. And you, you had didn't want to know. Yeah, you had the inkling of like, "Wow, man, he really hit him with that." Like he was there. There's there's anger behind that. Like how how will how well obviously because you got into the business well but they maybe I and I'm not ashamed to admit it I didn't know about how they they slapped their legs for the sound effects when they hit somebody I, I didn't even realize any of that stuff until you know the mid nineties late nineties and I started saying oh okay that's how they do that that makes kind of sense I guess maybe I didn't want to know but even back then you watch the match from back in the day you don't even see that stuff. You no, never, they you never do... caught people talking. You never caught people slap. You never caught people doing anything. That's what made no. it so damn great back then. Like I said, you knew, but you didn't know. Maybe I'm not sure, but okay. What what people don't realize is the level of professionalism that these guys were. They were professional athletes, and they knew their craft well. They knew how to do their job well. Um. They made you believe that they were killing each other, or they made you believe that they weren't. It's like they, they, it would it would go from north to south so fast. They were that good on the microphone, in the ring, leaving the ring, coming to the ring. I mean, 
the the you know the era of the entrance like you know you know if you go back even to the early 80s where they just the ring announcer would say oh and from you know from Kissimmee Florida Bill Smith you know and it's like the guy's just standing there in in dark blue trunks and black boots and then you got a guy like Michael Hayes that like is down in Georgia Louisiana and starts playing you know Freebird to come out and getting the crowd going that 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 changed everything and of course, you know Vince, the cherry picker, says, "Oh, what do we got going here?" And the advent, of, like I said, of the of the of the the entrance, you know, changed everything about the character of a wrestler. But like, but like we were saying before, like with with, with the knee slaps and all that stuff, you do what you have to do to get yourself over. Um, you change with the times, but the loss of the real art of wrestling, it's it, it's it's heartbreaking because. I have to tell you that these guys, I, I'm, I feel that they're not trained correctly. I don't feel that they wrestle as well as the men did 25 years ago and beyond before. So okay, so but yeah. is, is it the fact that maybe because it's the way I see it too? Maybe because back then you didn't want to know. You, you didn't, didn't want to know the behind the scenes. You didn't want to know how they did it. You were just happy they did it. Like now. I can't watch an episode of any show or anything show without seeing them, you know, super kick, slap the leg, super kick, you know, this. Now, I, I, you catch them talking all the time. It's just all back the then, I don't I don't think it's so much as training. I don't think we wanted to know. We wanted no. to believe that it was real. Well, we, we kind of knew that it was it was it was like a magic show. We just didn't know how they were doing the magic, you know. Yeah, it was exactly. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. We didn't want to know how they did it. Like, oh my god, that punch was real, but it wasn't. Yeah. No, I mean, come on. You think about it. Like, if the warlord hauled off and hit like Coco Beware, he'd probably kill him. You know, <laughs> two random so, guys. Yeah, just just two random guys. Like, for instance, Bret Hart would throw one of the greatest punches, you know, in the business. If you watch Bret throw a punch. I mean, he really looked like he was hitting a guy. And, you, you know, I've heard dozens and dozens of guys say he, you know, it was like a night off wrestling him because it was so easy, you know. Same thing with Yokozuna. He would throw a hell of a punch, and you wouldn't even feel it, you know. So it, it's just, it's it's the, it's the times that change. Um, you know, wrestlers are different. Wrestlers are trained different. Um. It, it, the the spectacle now and I guess the expectations are different. I mean, there's a lot more talking. There's less in ring work, and I don't think they focus on in ring work. And I think that's where everything got lost, in my opinion. That the 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 spectacle, the show, the the glitz overtook the actual talent that it took to actually be a wrestler. Um, I'm not saying that it's all gone. I'm saying it's. You know, I'd say about sixty percent gone now, and that's well, honestly, too bad. Guys who who can wrestle really well but have no personality never make it. They they don't, but that's why they had managers back then. That's why you needed Jim Cornette. That's why you needed Bobby Heenan for well, for that reason. You know. Well, you take a look at someone like Shelton Benjamin, probably one of the best technical wrestlers, but he can't, he he goes nowhere because he has no personality. No, he. His his charisma level was about a negative two, and it's sad to say because he's a, he was a great looking guy, absolutely phenomenal in ring work, unbelievable in ring work. Like if you threw him back in like the late eighties, early nineties, I mean, 
he could have gotten a, a decent push if he was with like Slick or even Heenan or Jimmy Hart. You know, you ever think about that? Yeah, it's true. You know, you're talking it, about the punches, uh, the 30 for 30 with Ric Flair. He talked about how he hung the string up and he would punch the string until the string didn't move anymore. And I found that absolutely fascinating. I was like, wow. So he would just really throw cool. punches and throw punches until the string didn't move. And that's how he makes his look so real. I think that's just outstanding. It is. That's like an aspect of my, he's, he, you know, now Flair's no dummy there because I'll tell you something. That's that's something you take out of martial arts. I mean, that's that's how you perfect your, that's how you hone, you know, your your senses and your skills. I mean, you get that good where you can stop, you know, like inches or even like a hair's length away from something. You know, you have that kind of control. That shows you what kind of that shows you how dedicated Ric Flair really was and how really good he really was. I mean, he wasn't the sixteen-time champ for nothing. I mean, sure, those alligators are 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 you know getting hard to keep down, but um, he he was fan. I mean, and everybody says, oh, he has the same match, he has the same this, he has the same. Well, well, of course he does. He has his signature moves. Of course, it's going to look. I mean, if 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 just you know like the random person coming through, oh, Ric Flair again. You no, know, look at him. He's going to do the thing over the rope and fall down. Well, I mean, you know, as the guy got older, he did do you know he he did what he had to do to get by. But you look at some of the 80s matches, the late 70s matches, even the late 80s matches and early 90s matches, that son of a bitch could work. I mean, he could work. He would do an hour. An hour every night. He'd do an hour. An hour every single night. Every night. I don't think Hogan ever did an hour in his life. Longest I ever saw Hogan go, I remember I had like those Hulkamania tapes that had like all his greatest matches on them. I think he had one with uh, Savage from the Boston Garden that went like almost 30 minutes, like 20-some minutes. I wonder how that long was the lot. one with The Rock at WrestleMania was. That's, to me, that seems like that would be his longest one. That might but be I'm the not longest sure. one. I'll have to look that up. That's pretty long. I bet, you it's, I bet you it's over 25 minutes. Wow. Watch it be like 23 minutes and 8 seconds or something. <laughs> probably. That's probably what it is. Well, not quite, right. Eric. You're wrong. Let's get back to our rush more. Our final... Tattoo, your oh, tag team. Now your tag, tag team. team. Have a, I have a little rules. They have to be a legitimate tag team. Like in other words, the Mega Powers wouldn't really be qualifying <coughs> as a tag team. Okay. So like, like, who would who would be your number one tag team to tattoo on your body forever? Hmm. Man, I'll tell you. If I had to pick a tag team, if I had to pick a tag team to tattoo on my body. It's going to be there forever. I'm sorry, dude. I mean, there's going to, I'm going to have a lot of haters on this, but I got to go with Axe and Smash. I got to go with Demolition. Dude, me too. Yeah? Absolutely. No awesome. Dude, Demolition That's is so my awesome. favorite tag team of all time. Dude, Demolition changed the game for me when they came in. Like, I like the Road Warriors. I remember them and grew up with them. But there's just something about Axe and Smash, man. They just, they scared the, the shit out of me. You know, I, mean, I was back on. They had dominatrix outfits on, but you didn't know, real, realize that as a kid. You didn't know what the hell no. that was. I just know they had the hockey mask and they pulled it off. They had some awesome makeup with the tongue. They stick their tongue out. I absolutely love action smash. They are definitely my pick. Um, they are actually my bucket list to meet those two. And I'm going to meet them sometime this year. I guarantee it. They nice. are phenomenal. My favorite match. One of my favorite. I get WrestleMania four. 
is my greatest WrestleMania. Why? Action Smash win the tag titles. Savage wins the world title. Hands down, nothing will ever beat WrestleMania 4 for me. And But how awesome will Action Smash look as a tattoo anyway? I mean, dude, it doesn't matter what year or era you pick of them. Like, when they first started their next year, like 86 or 87, 88, 89, 90, dude, they always looked menacing. They always looked cool. The paint was cool. I mean, they stuck their tongue out. It was red, like they were like just drinking blood. And I mean, these guys were these guys were like like evil, man. Before like it became fashionable in the '90s to be all like emo goth, you know, like before the vampires and before like the edges and before all that stuff, you know, the, the mortises. Finisher. Oh, the finisher was great, dude. The finisher was so awesome. I can't. I can't count how many kids I I put into that finisher. <laughs> so many cousins, so many relatives, so many kids on the block. You just grab oh, yeah. them, and yeah, I mean, you give them oh, a back you're... break if someone drops the elbow. I think it's a fantastic move. But yeah, um, I'm even going to consider getting Action Smash one of these days. That's how much. Um, yeah, my all time favorite tactic. No one. I don't think anyone even comes close, other than those two. And it's a shame that they can't get on board with Vince and get into the Hall of Fame, but hopefully one day that'll happen. I think it will. I mean, listen, man, Bruno got in. Superstar got in, and the Ultimate Warrior got in. I mean, there there's, there can't be any... There's got to be forgiveness on both parts to get Action Smash into the Hall of... They have to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, from what I hear, Action Smash don't want to share proceeds of their T-shirts and stuff. Vince is asking too much. I don't know. I don't know the entire story. Whatever. Well, you, Maybe you, I'll ask them. What, you want to know what it is, though, dude? What's going to happen is your boy, Triple H, is the broker, man. He is the he is the guy that can do it. I mean, he has the touch, and he's smart. You know, he's. I think he's up front with everybody, but he's also diplomatic. I mean, he's the one that got the warrior. He's the one that got Bruno. So, Kurt Angle. I, Kurt Angle. Yeah, I think you got to send him after them. I really want to. We should lobby for that, man. We're lobbying. Yeah, money right talks. Now. I mean, well, it talks is, about CM Punk. If they want, if, if he wanted to come back, he'd come back. They'd get him back, no problem. I think there was no hard feelings there. No, I don't think so either. But this is our first. This is our first uh, official plea to both parties, Axe and Smash, and the WWE. We we as the Two Sweet Podcast, we want Axe and Smash in the WWE Hall of Fame. Definitely. Are you going to come meet them with me? When is that? Uh, there's two chances. One in Jersey, one right by my house. When's the one right by your house? October. I think that's a better one. And, and, I'm, and just so... Oh, just, just for the for listeners' people sake. Out there. Yeah, I am, in, I am in Queens, in New York City. My boy yeah. Eric is upstate. I am so upstate. That's why we're talking but, like that. But yeah, I have a wrestling store not too far from here. All these appearances happen. And Action Smash will be there. And I will be there. I will get that picture done. I'd like to meet him too. I'd like to go. And just for you people out there in in internet land, I'm not avoiding New Jersey. It may sound like I yeah, actually I am avoiding New Jersey. I mean, I think everybody does. But uh I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's just I like beating on New Jersey. I just like doing it. Well, out of curiosity, everybody, who would who would your yes. next tag team be? My next tag team. Wow. Ooh, I wasn't ready for that. Probably, though, man, if I had to go through and I had to pick a tag team, 
Hmm. I know. You know. I'm. Tim. I think we're going to pick the same team again. I'm torn between two teams, okay? And I think you're, we're definitely going to pick one of them is going to be the one. I'm as torn as between the Killer Bees. We're, we're all good. It's not all, believe me, it's not the Killer Bees or nothing with Jimmy Snuka. Um, I'm torn between the Rockers and the British Bulldogs. Wow, no. I was, I was, I thought you were going to go with the Hart Foundation. Oh, man, the Hart Foundation. Oh, now you're killing me. Dude, I would go oh. Hard Foundation. I would definitely I'm, go Hard Foundation. I, I, me too. I'm in. Hard Foundation it is. Oh, we're getting matching tats. Hard Foundation it is. Got to. After you, after hearing, I have to. I have to go Hard Foundation. Got to, because Brett's got to be somewhere in in my hall. You know, he's got to be somewhere. You know, in in the pillars of of my of my wrestling. You know, kingdom. I'm Brett's surprised. Be I'm this. surprised Brett didn't make your your, your Rushmore. He's he's he was gonna I was gonna throw Brett in before Carrie, and I was actually gonna throw Brett in before Scott Hall. Now I feel really bad because I didn't put Brett in there. <laughs> I feel you know I think I should have. I really think I should have. Brett was just here last week at that store from my house. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. You know I should. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to, you know what, I'm going to have to put Brett on another one. Because, uh, you know, I have 10 wrestlers who I uh, who are my absolute all-time favorite. And picking a top five, you just go, you know what I mean? You have to have to, yeah, just have to pick them. Well, your top so, five can change, too, from day to day. Yeah, absolutely. You might, you might go watch something on the network or something and be like, oh, dude, I forgot about this guy. This guy's fantastic. It's the same way I think I brought up on the other show we did where you don't realize as a kid how good somebody is yeah and, that, and that, like, one of those guys for me I, I even said on the show was jake the snake you, oh. you, know, you kind of saw him as this you know annoying skinny dude with a snake you're like ah, oh, stupid mustache stupid hair but looking back you're like wow this dude not only could work he was scary as hell with his promos he had oh. some of the best promos ever i had nightmares and that dude was intimidating as hell with those promos I actually, I'm a big fan of Jake the Snake now, even though I never was when I was younger. I I liked Jake back then. Um, I wouldn't say I was a huge Jake the Snake fan, but I always loved watching him because he was so cold. And I like, you know, the more as you're watching this, like him cutting a promo, you you're starting to think like, wow. I mean, I don't want to meet this man because exactly. he's just gonna he's gonna come up from behind me. And take me down, and bludgeon me to death. I mean, the, and the the coldness and emptiness in his eyes, and at the same time that that just that sadistic evil. I mean, you just felt it. He was looking at he was looking right through you, and you felt it. Dude, I mean, you remember was, the promo in the shower, right? Trying to think. Remember, he's in the shower with 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 the, with the water running, and he's got the snake around him, and he's like in his underwear. And Mean Gene comes in. He's got to do this interview with him. I, think I was so. both uncomfortable and and terrified at the same time. It was hysterical. <laughs> it was a Saturday Night's Main Event, I believe. A Saturday Night's Main Event interview. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. That's right. Was that the Ricky Steamboat one where he DDT'd him on the floor? I believe it was. I think it was, dude. And come on, the DDT. 
Oh, that was the most devastating. How many of those have you given or taken in, in, in oh, the past 40 years of your life, for 30 years of your life? Oh, let's see. Uh, Jimmy I had McCabe. a kid just so I could DDT him. Yeah. I, I DDT'd Nick, and I don't like DDTing Elijah. I like, I like, like. I like putting him in like the back, like the the human torture rack more because he's long and gangly. That's what kids are for. Yeah, I did. Jimmy McDade got DDT'd up at Tucker's house back in 1990. Um, I mean, it, he got DDT'd so bad it left an indent in the ground. It was <laughs> it was it was bad, but it was so awesome. Luke's another one we used to beat on that poor kid, man. He we used to like oh, I used to put him in the sharpshooter. I mean, that was my go-to move. I mean, I just I just wrapped guys up and made them submit. I loved it. <laughs> well, that's gonna be and that's gonna be a whole other show, also. Favorite oh, it has moves, to be. favorite everything. Oh, this this, this 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 is infinite. What we can do with this, this is infinite. What we can do with this, and we're the guys to do it. We're the guys to do it. Like I said, hopefully, uh, well, it took us four months to just to get this set up. So hopefully, it won't take as long to get a. Uh, the ability to take phone calls because that's even going to be more fun because I can't wait to hear what people have to say and, and, and how ridiculous these conversations are going to get. Oh, it's going to get crazy. And, of course, we're going to have, you know, Wilbur from Iowa calling every every show. So, you know. By Wilbur, you mean Jim Bunker. Yeah, I mean Jim Bunker. You know, that's their Stan, Stan from Michigan. You know, it's going to – I know. I mean, and I, I look forward to it because Bunk, Bunk's – My boy Keith's going to call in and try to defend Jimmy uh, Snooker. Hey, good. We we uh, let's let's do that. I'm I'm open to you know because I I know I knew Snooka. Well, I won't give it all away, but I met Snooka. I knew him. You know, you knew I Jimmy Snooka too. Yeah, I met him quite a few times. I actually wrestled on the same card as him quite a few times. He's a relative of Alpha, so he was at quite a few shows. Oh, they're all related. All related. Every Samoan. <laughs> I pretty much met every Samoan. Every Polynesian, you know, descent wrestler. Um, I never really got to meet The Rock, but I've been on the same show as him. I got, you know, I got to meet him, say, hey, what's up, you know, but we didn't like chum around, but it's pretty cool. Nice. Again, yeah. save that for another show. Yep. They kind of came and went. They were like an attraction at a show we had down in uh, Allentown, and they kind of just got there, got in the ring, and left. So, <laughs> but it was cool. Well, you know, I just thought of something else I'm very excited about now. I created a Facebook page for us. You did? And I never launched it because the show wasn't on the air. So now I can officially launch this damn page. Yes, you can. So, ladies and and gentlemen, whoever's listening, will be on the lookout for the Just Too Sweet page coming probably tomorrow. Well, you don't know what tomorrow is because we're recorded. Duh. But look for the uh, Just Too Sweet page. On Facebook, I'm sure we'll come up with uh, other social media sites eventually. Um, also, we want to hear your feedback. Let us know how we're yeah, doing, how we us. did. Let us know give what you straight. want to talk about because I can't wait to have. Um, let's see, we'll have stuff like you know, greatest intercontinental champion. We'll have uh, best jobber of all time, which I already got mine in my head. Um, <laughs> we will do all kinds of sticks. Whatever you guys want to talk about, we'll do. Best um, theme music, best best ring attire, best everything. female. Best, best manager, best, uh, best best announcer, reader, best song, best you know entrance song, best entrance best ever. song, Be- anything, best. anything you guys want to do, we'll gladly do it. Because I got a couple of friends who man I, I know they want to bring up the uh, the big boss man and how he was the glue that held the federation together. That's a quote, not from me, but I can't wait to get them on the air and let them the do big that discussion. Boss man. Ooh. 
We got somebody that's a uh, okay. Yeah. No, dude, you, you you didn't hear me though. They will def- they will say that the big boss man is the glue that held the WWE together. They're gonna say that. Yes, and they will defend it until they die. That's why I well, can't wait to get phone calls because it's gonna be hilarious. Oh boy! Well, this is gonna be good. <laughs> this is gonna be good. All right. So it looks like uh, we're gonna wrap this one up for today. Eric, what do you think so far? What are we doing? We doing good? I think we're doing great. I think this this went off without a hitch, and we rolled right along really well. And are you pumped? Are you excited? Finally, it only took four months. Only took four months, but look at look at the culmination of it, man. We we were here. We did it. We're not and nerds. It's just we get can't, better. can't figure computer stuff out. It took us forever to figure it out. Yeah, you know, we're not. I mean, let's face it. We're not a couple of nerds. You know, we're geeks, but we're not nerds. So <laughs> we can't figure this stuff out on our own. We we do. We do require a little bit of help, so, but we got it. We got it this far, and it's only going to get better. All right, I so um, like I said, take a look at the Facebook page. Give us some comments. Look at the pictures. We got plenty of pictures. Of, I already put pictures of you, Eric, of uh, your wrestling days. Oh, boy. And me, I do put pictures of uh, all the wrestlers that I've been stalking over the last few years. Nice. And then, uh, of course, the one of me and you in Manhattan, which was an awesome pick. I mean, you know. The basically the the crowd parted for us. Exactly, that's, really so that's what I'm saying. Everyone, go go to that Facebook page. Let us know what you think. Give us some ideas. Let us know what you want to talk about, uh, and we'll do it. So hit us um, with everything. Episode one, we're gonna put it put it. What, 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 what we come up with? What's a wrestling term? Oh, a wrestling term. The finish. Are we gonna do the finish? What does he call it? The finish. Well, the, we just called the finish. All right. Uh, we, the, we're calling. We're calling. We're calling the finish. Nice. I like it. Nice. Well, my name, Tim Tabala, Big Daddy Cool, my friend, Eric Zant. He is the baddest of bad guys. And remember, whether you liked us or you'd liked us, didn't like us, we're the best thing going today. Because we are just too too sweet. Get a whole new perspective on Ram 1500 and Ram Heavy Duty. Motor Trend's back-to-back truck of the year at the Ram Start Something New sales event. Now during Owner Appreciation Month, financing at $11,250 in total values on the 2019 Ram 1500 Classic Bighorn Crew Cab. Hurry in for great deals during the Ram Start Something New sales event. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Package values based on combined value of package items. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 2-3-2020. Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, January 25th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com.